0: This podcast was produced by Or FM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, I'm so delighted to say we have caught up with Tahu Mackenzie for a regular fortnightly uh, koreo. But I tell you what, it was a hen emergency that kept us from talking with her earlier. I hope everything's okay on the hen front now, Tahu, is it?
1: Yes, I'm so grateful. Thank you, <laughs> especially, for your patience. I'm very lucky to have three beautiful hey hey at Hey Hey HQ but they're of course incredibly intelligent and ingenious and having recently built a Veggio sanctuary in my own garden I managed to get in there and they were feasting upon all these tiny plant babies so I had to deal to that this morning rather vigorously so I apologise and I won't
0: miss you to that. I'm glad you've got it under control, Tahu.
1: Oh, I
0: And um, I no doubt you and the hens will be having a little stern conversation a little bit later on just to talk about what the rules are.
1: <laughs> yeah, um boundary setting.
0: Indeed. Again. Well, look, here we are, Tahu, the 1st of March. You must be noticing the change in seasons around you. Yes, I am
1: and, you know, Every day at Orokanua Eco Sanctuary is different, but as it gets cooler, it's very exciting because, of course, all our beautiful fungal friends start to appear beneath the trees, and we understand all of those beautiful connections that are there in the mycelial web. Very exciting times.
0: Good time for us to be reminding ourselves that uh, connecting with nature is a very healing experience. It's uh, been a stressful year. I don't think there would be anyone who wouldn't say that they haven't been affected by it in some way, but making that connection is is can be very helpful for us, can't it?
1: It's certainly the most healing for me, and it's no mistake that I'm literally working at an eco sanctuary <laughs> that is a space dedicated to that that peace and tranquility and love and care so I think for all of us finding a space like that inside and outside of ourselves is very important at this
0: time. Well um, if you want to share in a little bit of that experience of course a visit to the eco sanctuary is always worthwhile and as we've been discovering in the last few weeks with our conversations with Tahu there's lots of young ones around. I don't know whether they're as naughty as the hens this morning, but no doubt they'll be causing lots of fun and delight as people come and visit.
1: The baby takahe and the takahe in general are very like native hens because they love food and they're very food-oriented and they will run towards food, not that I'm encouraging anyone to tempt them to do this, but certainly at a, Around about 11 o'clock they're sprinting towards the feeder and the feeding volunteer and if anyone happens to have any food with them they're very interested in it and certainly when we have Kaka and the Avery they'll head down there and pinch their food to falls through the bars onto the, onto the forest floor so they have all sorts of fun.
0: Oh, my hen. <laughs> oh, good, okay. Well, look, if you need to, to get out and about, to stretch your legs, to feel as though you're doing something at a time when other you might otherwise be sort of hunkering down a bit, as a lot of people are at the moment with the Omicron wave sort of coming through quite intensely at the moment, a visit to the Eco Sanctuary is a nice, safe and wonderful and healing thing to do. So do put it on your list, won't you? Um, you've been obsessed with gardening lately, Tahu. Yes, this has
1: been helping me enormously. So... As I, as I have already explained, I attempted to create an impenetrable fortress against the hens for my vegetable garden. Um, that hasn't necessarily been entirely successful, but it has been very satisfying and another avenue for healing and relaxation. And so I've created two vegetable patches, one of which is behind a large wooden fence that the hens can't access one of which is behind a netting fence, which obviously now they can access. <laughs> but I've been working with Youth Grow in the valley to to create these spaces, and it's been wonderful.
0: Tell us a little bit more about Youth Grow and what they're all about.
1: Well, I really love them, and you know we're so lucky with our community that we have so many supportive organisations that are really there helping at these stressful times. So Youth Grow are part of Presbyterian Support Otago, of course do all kinds of amazing work in the community and for Youth grow, they're really working with our young people to grow their experiences and their, their knowledge and their self confidence to head out into the world and I've been working with them over the last 12 years with groups at Otakanui but now you know I'm coming to them and and learning more from them about planting and so I've been getting lots of little veggies and flowers and and compost and creating my own edible garden. So it's been wonderful and the team down there are so helpful and and everything goes back to the young people and supporting their work with them. So it's a wonderful organisation just down the end of
0: North East Valley. It truly is and I'm, I'm not sure that everyone um, uh, who's into gardening has made that connection with Youth Grow. Uh, I know there's some of the more popular and bigger retail outlets and to all the people there are very helpful too but Youth Crow yeah. youth, youth are an amazing bunch and they definitely need to be supported. So uh, find out, make a visit to them and uh, see how they can help you out with your gardening projects and all the yummy things to put back into the soil there which they so carefully uh, curate for you um, and uh, I tell you what for one of our All awesome morning show listeners this morning we've got a big bag of mushroom or bio grow organic compost just for you so stick around uh, from youth grow uh, we'll give you that opportunity in just a moment um, now, apart from all the conventional things that we often talk about going on at the Orokanui Eco Sanctuary, there's something rather lovely coming up on the 20th <laughs> of March. Tell us about Mary Bumby's Hive of Story.
1: Oh, well, I'm so excited about this event, and it's, it's wonderful because I love the Fringe Festival, as you know, and all our festivals in Dunedin City of festivals. But the Fringe Festival, particularly close to my heart, having been involved for last million years, but it's the first time that we hosted an event at Orakanoe. So I'm so excited, and it's from one of my favourite storytellers, Tanya Bat. So she's come all the way from Waiheke Island, and she's a wonderful, wonderful storyteller for children of all ages, so the inner child is catered for as well, Jeffrey. And she's telling one of my favorite stories, which is all about how bees were introduced to New Zealand. So, of course, we have hundreds of beautiful native bees that live in tunnels in the ground. And our kiwis eat them. Our baby kiwis eat them at Orokanoi. But in terms of making honey and making hives and pollinating white and red clover, that is the work of honeybees and bumblebees. So... When bumblebees were brought here in 1893, it was so exciting because they were brought here to pollinate the red clover with their very long bumblebee tongues so that are as long as their body and they keep held up in their mouth. And no one had ever seen them before and they were never introduced to Australia. So people came all the way from Australia just to see the bumblebees, which I think is wonderful. So there's going to be all sorts of stories about that whole introduction and that world, but also about our native bees and how special they are
0: too. Oh, wonderful event. Music by Peter Forster too as part of this experience for Fringe. Mary Bumby's Hive of Story by Tanya Bat at the Orokinui Eco Sanctuary on Sunday the 20th of March. Uh, you can get your tickets for $20 plus a booking fee from the Dunedin Fringe website. And while you're at it, check out all the other wonderful things that are going on at Dunedin Fringe. So that's dunedinfringe.nz. Now, Tahu, you've been uh, rather taken by the story of one of the survivors of the terror attack in uh, the Christchurch mosques who's on uh, an amazing mission at the moment
1: Yes, and I think it's it's not necessarily uh, an event and a, and a walk that everybody knows about so I really appreciate the opportunity to share about Temel's journey, Jeff. thank you So yes, Timmel is one of the survivors from the attack in Christchurch and he's very courageously actually beginning his walk back there today. So he's giving himself two weeks to walk back to the site and along the way he will be raising awareness obviously but also raising funds for the charity I Am Hope which of course we all know and love Supporting young people and people of all ages with mental health and recovery from trauma. so a really beautiful walk for peace and a really a really courageous and special avenue for healing again, making that walk.
0: 360 kilometres no less, Uh, it's an amazing achievement from uh, a man who is still carrying very much the scars in many ways uh, of uh, the 2019 terror attacks. As you can imagine, he himself was shot nine times, Uh, doesn't bear even thinking about what he's been through, but one can certainly understand why he has this mission and why we should support it. In Tema Atakogu, I'm going to try and get that right, (laughs) Atakogu I don't know how to pronounce the surname, I believe
1: you? in you. It's just practice.
0: Uh, we'll keep going. Um, but uh, it, you can find out how to support my I guess, by, by hopping online. Uh, Tahu?
1: Yes, yeah, so there is a Facebook page, Timil's Walk for Peace, and that has all the links for the Give a Little and things like that that he's raising for I Am Hope. And there's also a number of different links on there that tell his story as well. <sighs>
0: Um, we'll follow that with interest, get in there and support them if you're in a position to do so. An amazing story. Well just finally Tahu, um, we always ask you to select a piece of music for us today and this piece is by Trio Mandeli. Tell us about your choice today.
1: So I think for all of us at the moment we are thinking of those people around the world particularly in the Ukraine at the moment who are Really going through so much change and disruption in their lives, and, and sending our hopes and our prayers to them, and just thinking of the ways that we can support from afar. So, I thought this song would be a lovely way to unify those feelings of, of hope and wishes for peace for those people.
0: Lovely thought, and we'll take a listen to Chio Mandeli in just a moment. Thank you, Tahu, for joining us. I'll let you get back to wrangling those hens into place.
1: <laughs> Thanks so much. Keith. Have look, a great day. Look
0: forward to talking with you again in a couple of weeks. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.